You are listening to Life Improvement Radio on the Helium Radio Network. Hey, everybody, welcome back to another exciting episode of Aaron's Opinion, the podcast for blind people where we speak about critical issues in the blindness community from all over the world. And my name is Aaron Richmond. Uh, You can follow Aaron's Opinion on Instagram at Aaron's Opinion, spelled exactly how it sounds, no apostrophe, at A-A-R-O-N-S-O-P-I-N-I-O-N. Or if you would like to join the public WhatsApp group, you want to send me a text message, or you just want to get in touch with the show, 1-240-681-9869, or Aaron's Opinion 6 at gmail.com, A-A-R-O-N-S-O-P-I-N-I-O-N-6 at gmail.com. Also follow on the Facebook page, along with Twitter, commenting below on YouTube, where most of you watch on YouTube. And of course, don't forget to join the Patreon if you would like uh, more information about any of this information. Um, uh, You know, just let me know and uh, ask, uh, you know, let me know that you need more information about um, the different ways of contacting the show and I will, I will let you know. All right. Okay, well, this is a brand new guest of Aaron's opinion. And we certainly do not need, in this case, we do not need to thank anyone. Um, well, actually, in a sense, and in a, in a indirect way, we definitely should say thank you to Joshua Konstantinov and the Blind Buddies group on Facebook, because Blind Buddies is where I found uh, today's guest. Um, I was looking through the group, and I noticed this new person uh, by the name of Scott Dorian, and he was mentioning a lot of the things that I'm interested in. In other words, this guy that I came across in the Blind Buddies group, he, um, you know, posted um, a self-introduction, and he mentioned that he's a voice actor. I said, oh, well, that's I thought. Oh, that's really good because I because I want to get into voice acting. I, that's something I want to do. So, and then he just sounded like a really a really great person to have on a podcast. And I was right. He was. This is an incredible, incredible episode, where he really goes through and, and shares with you all the ins and outs of his life. And um, we talk about acting a lot, and we we go through what he's working on. And it's just it's just another wonderful, wonderful recording. Um, I will, of course, put the link to his YouTube channel so you can hear his audio dramas. Of course, I will put that link in the description. Um, and yeah, and it's just been a wonderful, wonderful episode with him. Um, for a very interesting reason, uh, we named, I'm going to name this episode something pretty, pretty funny in a minute, but yeah, definitely check out, um, Scott's channel and, uh, you know, just, yeah, it's just another wonderful episode. That's all I can say all about voice acting and all that. So, well, the following episode of, of Aaron's opinion was recorded, um, on the, also on the 20th of April at 2000 New York. Um, and you could be listening to Aaron's opinion from all four corners of the globe, or, of course, as I like to say, um, it's Thursday, it's 12 o'clock, and now it's time to listen to I Caught a Gnat Named Scott. Okay, so let's listen to I Caught a Gnat Named Scott, right here on Life Improvement Radio on the Helium Radio Network. Hello, I'm Philip Anderson from Against the Odds, the human interest by a monthly motivational podcast which celebrates the lives of those who have conquered in the face of adversity. For more ways to listen and to request to be a guest, visit www against the odd podcast.com
So I wanted to begin uh, this another exciting episode of Aaron's Opinion by saying thank you, Scott Dorian, for joining us tonight. No need to be nervous, by the way. So anyway, who is Scott Dorian? Go well, right ahead, all, dig into your whole life story, and we'll just take right. it any way you want. Go for it. <laughs> well, uh, thank you very much for having me. Um, who is Scott Dorian? That is a... Uh, that's a fair, that's a fair question with, uh, a long and complicated answer that I am probably the least qualified to give, but oh, I'm going to, I'm going to like, can already so. tell right away. I'm going to love it. So let's give a long and complicated <laughs> answer. Are you, um, are you familiar? Have you ever heard of the, uh, the TV show, uh, true crime It had Woody Harrelson and Matthew McConaughey in it? The names vaguely ring a bell. Um, I'm not a huge TV buff necessarily, oh. but but of course I know about a lot of shows and movies. So the the quicker the quicker you get into the voice acting, the the better, because that's kind of a huge area. Um, you know, to be to be overly honest, that's one of my dreams in life is to okay. get more involved in voice acting and to learn from experts like you. So sure. dig into it, man. Sure. Well. Um... <laughs> This is actually just a plain vanilla uh, video movie, but <clears throat> pardon me. But uh, even so, there's a, there's this scene where uh, Woody Harrelson he's uh, he's playing this kind of old, um, world weary, hard boiled detective, and uh, a retired detective, and they're interviewing him, and he's saying, "There's all kinds of guys there." like to some guys the type of guys like to be a friend some of the type of guys like to scare you some of the type of guys that like to beat you up intimidate you and the interviewer he goes he goes uh okay and what kind of guy are you and uh woody harrelson he thinks for a minute he goes oh, i was just a regular type dude with a big ass dick and uh <laughs> um so that's uh that was the first thing to occur to me um but uh, beyond that, no, I guess uh, um, the first thing that your listeners will be wondering is about my impairment. So I lost my eyesight at age four. It was an autoimmune disease called Voigt-Koyanaki Harada syndrome. Oh my! There's let's, a mouthful. Let, let's let's uh, let's can can we get a definition for the host of the show and for the audience, please? Certainly. So. Uh, it is quite a mouthful, uh, and it is, as far as I am aware, just named for the three gentlemen who discovered it. But what it is, is a, it's an autoimmune disease, which means that your autoimmune or your immune system uh, just really sort of goes crazy. And uh, uh, like, uh, what's it called? Um, trying to blank here like the Over, that, so the audio your immune system um kicks in and overreacts it, and overcomes it's like spinal tap yeah everything is turned up to 11 right um and if there's nothing there to attack and to eat then it will begin to attack and eat you um and in the case of this uh, particular disease it starts to eat up your uh your pigment the pigmentation in, in your skin and your hair i've uh i've got a sort of a darker tanned sort of olive skin tone but there are these peculiar white spots uh peppered here and there um thankfully not too many of them but uh enough for somebody to look and go huh that's weird uh same thing with my hair actually it's black but due to the uh, the pigmentation issue from the condition uh it has these x-men looking white streaks through it um but in addition to the aesthetic alterations uh you can lose your eyesight which i did i believe back then it was uh, i was like one of three people to have ever contracted this condition so there wasn't a lot to be done for it indeed Indeed. How, how old are you again? I'm, I'm 30, by the way. How old are you? I am 33. Okay. So same, basically same age. Right. Oh, nearly same generation. Okay. Yeah. No, we're, uh, we're a couple of millennials here. 
Um, right. uh, but then you were saying, you know, my, my generation or something like that. I thought you were maybe 10 years older when you said age or generation. But anyway. Do I yeah, sound but, 10 years older? Okay. <laughs> but, well, 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 no. But I don't know. I just, I just based on the way you freight you, you staged that, I just got that impression. But anyway, okay. Well, in my case, I was born blind with glaucoma. I have a genetic thing, glaucoma, and then a congenital heart defect. So, um, and I have usable vision and things like that. But anyway, moving forward from that, of course. Um, so were, were you left with any, any usable vision in all of this? Uh, no, I am. Uh, I'm total. Okay. And uh, so it was, uh, it was nice. I had, I had four great years in which to, uh, to try and catalog as much as I possibly could without realizing that <laughs> the yeah. time was short. Do you, do you, I mean, it's kind of, kind of fat, you know, the, the notion of losing vision, although I have vision that's usable, the notion of losing vision to me is really kind of sci-fi really kind of fascinates me. Like, do you remember do you have like any pretend little kid memory of seeing something or has that all faded by this point? Uh, not necessarily pretend. I remember with uh, reasonable clarity a lot of things from uh, from back then, uh, which maybe is due to the fact that, you know, I'm not seeing anything else. So it's not being crowded out by, you know, other sites. Right. Yeah, so I've... Uh, I got to see a, I got to see you know a tiger at the zoo. Uh, oh. <laughs> I saw a, a monkey throwing poop at that same zoo. Um, different so, visit. That's so but, sweet. Uh, that's so. That's so like. Um, yeah, that's really that's really touching. Those are really touching memories. Those are really important. That's really. Well, the, I was not touched in the second memory, thankfully, <laughs> but, uh, no, yeah. we're still seeing animals and the beauty of our nature, the beauty of our world. That's Certainly. Still, that's still, I just mean it philosophically. Right. That's still a very touching thing. That's really, it shows kind of the innocence of humanity in a, in a philosophical sense. And then you remember, you know, the beauty of, of the world around you, you know, seeing an animal at a zoo, that's kind of represents beauty. So that's a, that's cool. That's a really that's a really fascinating notion. Of course, I can see tigers at a zoo if I went, but of course, I didn't lose the vision I have, so I probably don't treasure that in the same way. Anyway, moving moving forward, you know, to some of the projects and some of the things you do today. So, was it when you were growing up, basically in the same decade that I was? Did you spend a lot of time, you know? Watching movies, listening to things. Did, did how are we going to get to this voice acting? Did you always want to be an actor when you grew up? How how did you get into that? Always enjoyed making loud and ridiculous noises. Me too. Um, <laughs> and as a as a child, actually, even before I went blind, I had this uh, uh, I had this uh, this Fisher Price tape recorder uh -huh. with the little uh -huh. microphone on it. You know what yeah. I'm talking about? Yeah, and, I, uh, I I have a vague little kid memory of it. Sure, I know mm -hmm. exactly what you're talking about. And I would just uh, I would just run around with it, and uh, you know I was talking to myself, interviewing people. So, mom, how long have you been making this delicious pancit and lumpia? And uh, you know, of course, annoying the hell out of anyone and everyone who uh, would stay still long enough for me to record them or to play uh -huh. things back uh -huh. to them. Um, <clears throat> Pardon me. I actually uh, just came out of a pretty intense recording session where a character I'm voicing gets eaten. So my voice is uh, <laughs> my voice. Well, it's it's still here. So we're thankful for that. Um, and I mean, it just uh, it just snowballed from there onward. Um, I was I played a lot of uh, video games, not very well at that age because, you know, I couldn't see and I didn't really know key combinations or anything, but I would imitate the noises and, you know, just stuff like that. Um, and then there was a bit of this, actually a, a fairly recent thing uh, that I've started doing. I did a, uh, was flirting with it a little bit before the pandemic, but before the pandemic, I was a gigging musician and stand-up comedian. So I love comedy. You're oh you sh oh what a boy what a blunder <laughs> that boy you walked into that trap. You shouldn't have brought that up. 
Okay, because you know you aren't getting out here without trying to trying to impress me with your comedy. <laughs> God, what a mistake that was. God. Well, um, you know, but but once the uh, you know once people kind of started freaking out, you know, they they bought out all of the toilet paper in the world, and they said, "Hey, don't ever leave your house again, or or be near anyone, or you'll die horribly." You know, and uh, that was kind of the 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 death knell for my uh, you know for any of the in person work that I was doing, and I guess I could have done. Uh, you know, little concerts and little stand-up shows on on Zoom and what have you, and you know, some people do, but it just it, it loses something for me. There's there's something there's something special about being even even crappy gigs in you know like this little underground clubs that reek of smoke, and you're gonna be there for three hours, and you're only making fifteen dollars. Um, I don't know. It it gets better than that, obviously. But even the, you know, that kind of those kind of bottom shelf gigs really do something for me. It's that there's a there's a connection there between you and your audience, and uh, that's a, that's a big thing for me. Uh, a lot of what I do, you know, I do for a reaction, you know. So that was uh, anyway. That was uh, that was pre pandemic. <clears throat> But um, a lot of this, a lot of the stuff that I'm that I'm doing now, I mean, things are slowly starting to open up again, uh, so that's good news. But uh, recently, yes, a lot of a lot of audio dramas. I've actually got a YouTube channel. It's just just heavy with them. I think I've got something like thirty different uh, productions, most of which I'm in. But uh, you know, I'm also beautiful, uh, as in, as in, to, just, just loving it, loving it, man. Just to clarify, as in, your dramas that you participated in were uploaded on someone else's channel, or you created your own channel of all of the audio dramas that you have directed or have participated in. Like, which way does it go? Is it your channel or someone else's? So I've got, I've got some stuff on other people's channels. Um, I've, <laughs> but uh, the, the, the bulk of uh, the things that I write and direct and cast for myself mm. are uh, on my own my own channel. Oh, beautiful! Uh, a lot of well, people have. You I, guys can I, click. So click. Okay. So good. So we'll we'll click. We'll click the link in the in the description for more about that. But okay. good, excellent. Okay. Yeah. Continue. Good. Um, yeah. I, I get a lot of people. Uh, a lot of people casting me as uh, as villains. I think I'm playing about seven different <laughs> bad baddies right now. That's good. That's good. Just, uh, let me let me take let me take you back. Let me spin um spin the world back. It's relevant. I usually actually I I usually am not always so introductory like this. So just to let you know, I don't know what content of mine you have or haven't gone through, which is totally fine. Mm-hmm. Um, are you familiar? Please tell me you are with the voiceover network. The voiceover network. I, I am not. So tell need, me about that. You, I'll gladly send you their information. Please uh, do. It's a, yes. it's a global company. Um, anyway, I got to speak to some. Um, I was so blessed, so forever appreciative. I got to speak to a couple famous actors from England. Um, one of whom was the grand, either the daughter or the granddaughter of some super famous person. I don't know who. I, you know, yeah. Oh, oh I know him. I know him. Yeah, I, I had no idea who he was. Anyway, anyway, <laughs> anyway. No, I no, love no, that some, thing that some, he was in. Yeah, yeah. It was some. No, no, no. It was the one of the people who runs the network, though. It is serious. Is the either the daughter or the granddaughter of some famous British actor from the 20th century? Anyway, um, I asked at the end of this, and and I'll. I asked a question at the end of that episode. I said, um, God, I forget their names now. I'll send you it. But I said, so I said, I really, I really do want to get into voice acting. And then of course, acting at some point in my life outside of teaching and podcasting. If I'm in a, if I'm in a film or, or an audio drama, what, what role can you see my voice doing? And they said, either you're going to have to play the hero. You're going to have to be a God or an authority figure, or you're going to have to be an evil person that like, does horrible, horrible things to people. And I said, thank you so much. And if I was ever cast in anything, I would want to be one or the other. I, I would actually want to be the horrible person mm-hmm. um, because it's a chance to really use your voice and really stretch your muscles and really convey the gift of our voice that we're given. But I would play anyone. I would play the good, the good guy, you know, comic relief, anyone, an interesting character, anyone really. But people say, Aaron, you, you, we got we to gotta get you to, we gotta get you to, be, the, to be the bad guy. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Mm-hmm. 
They say that the dotted line around this globe is called the equator. I always thought of it as more of a cut here. <laughs> um, yeah. So, yeah, uh, I, I can I can definitely see it. You know, I, I do a fair bit of a fair bit of casting myself because, uh, you know, I'm I'm not really content just to just to be in these things. I, I make a lot of them. It's just a, plus it's just, a, you know, it fattens up the resume and it gives people a chance to to look and uh, see what they're dealing with when they're thinking whether or not they want to hire you on. Um, right. Sure. Sure. So that's good. So how for the audience here that doesn't know, how do audio dramas work? Because they're becoming a lot more popular. Why don't you give right. us a good, a good outline of what an audio drama consists of today? Um, the uh, the best parallel to something pre-existing that one could conceivably draw would be to the uh, the radio plays of the 50s and exactly. 60s. Hmm. Who knows what evil lurks in the hearts of men, right? Um, and so it's it's all uh, it's all soundscapes and uh, sound effects and uh, and voice acting, right? And uh, so sometimes you have uh, you have a narrator, you know, it's uh, it's kind of a full cast, uh, you know, story being read to you. Other times there's no narrator at all. And those are uh, those were funny back in the day because uh, you know when there is no narrator, then the onus is on the uh, the characters to sort of convey what's happening, and so you get sort of cheesy lines like like Hey, don't take that knife out of the drawer. What are you doing with that? No, don't stab Johnny. <laughs> um, you know, and it's the it's the the kind of things that. Uh, I think a lot of audio drama creators try and avoid now, you know, unless they're just leaning into silly and cheesy and there's nothing wrong with cheese. Cheese makes everything better. Macaroni, spaghetti, pizza. So. Absolutely. Beautiful. I tend to love one thing that I love about any great film for me, and I'll give you a clue is for me to love an audio drama or a film or anything. I love narration. That's something that just soothes me and just pulls me right in. I just love a, a great story with a great, you know, third person narrator. I mean, that just makes it so, it just adds so much flavor and so much more to it for me as a blind person. So yeah, I love the narration style for things. Plenty of those to be had, plenty of good ones to be had. Um, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. A lot of people getting, uh, getting way into, into audio drama and uh, so it's, I mean, uh, you know, but that's also just one facet of, uh, of voice acting. There's a, uh, there's a, uh, there's a video game, a small independent video game that I'm going in for. Um, also an independently produced anime. Uh, I can't say too much about either one because the thing about voice actors is, uh, these, uh, these projects, they're uh, they're they're very hush hush, and you've got to sign an NDA before you can even look at the script, and it's uh, <laughs> it makes you feel pretty cool, especially um, you know I mean you're you're out there. Sometimes it's sometimes it's professional, and you're out there in the, in the lobby, and you sign a thing, and then they're like, "All right, now you can go in," and it's like these heavy blast doors, <laughs> like what the heck? This is some kind of government thing, anyway. I don't know. <laughs> it's all, it's all, it's all coming at once and I'm trying not to overload you. <laughs> no, no, I want, no, no, no. I want to be overloaded. I, in fact, a question just popped up here in my mind. Sure. Um, do you ever incorporate or how would, or is it ever possible to kind of, I guess you can't really create improv into any of your dramas, but is there any way or have, have you ever seeked kind of some, improv lines where you say okay let's just hypothetical use our imagination let's just let me pull you into into my imagination so let's say you cast i don't know aaron's opinion but you don't really know what he wants what, what we want aaron's opinion to say but we know that we want his voice and we're just going to let him kind of like improv at a certain moment to say cover certain things but sort of also have it improv and then type of thing like that 
number one, is that even a thing? Does that ever work? And what, like, how would that work if it did? Uh, what do you think about that whole notion of the role of improvisation in voice acting and drama? So the thing about the thing about uh, dramas is there is there is something that you there there is an endpoint to a scene. Now uh, you can improv certain things. Uh, you can say, "All right, the two of you improv this scene." You're you know you're trying to get into the safe and you're trying to distract him from the safe and go. Um, and uh, that's, you know, that's a fairly common practice with kind of more comedy oriented stuff. Um, mine tends to be more sci-fi horror hmm. fantasy, which uh, tends to be a little more frigid, but you know, that is certainly something that, that exists. Um, Interesting. Good. No, I definitely prefer the serious stuff, the, the thriller, uh, that type of feel to it. The, not so much the horror, but definitely the sci-fi and then the thriller. Mm -hmm. So a combination between sci-fi, horror, and thriller is really good. Um, and then, you know, how, how do you go about in the end, if you, you know, when you do cast for a drama, how do you, how do you go through that process of, you know, the thought of, you know, who we want and things like that? How does that actually work? There are forums that uh, that you can go to the voice act uh, the voice acting club, um, and you said voiceover network was that the one you had mentioned? Yeah, the voiceover network. But I'm sure they probably have something similar. They, uh, you know, well, they, well, yeah, I'll send you that. They they do. It's not so much for you to learn from them; it's for you to be connected with them. They they do a lot of courses to help people get into the industry from the bottom the bottom up but okay. you should still get connected with them either sure, way sure. yeah um, mm -hmm. and uh you know there's like you can i mean you can go on you can go on reddit and put out casting calls uh you're gonna find people all over the place who uh who want to get into this game because uh, you know it's it's a fun game <laughs> and you sort of uh, you sort of take auditions that way you listen to the you, you have them submit voice clips you say hey i want you to I want. Uh, I'm looking for an actor for uh, Jimmy, the the uh, the spaceship medical analyst, and uh, you know. Then you put in five of Jimmy's lines and say, "All right, record these for me and send them to me in a in an audio clip." And, you know, whether it's via Dropbox or a uh, Discord is actually what I use primarily, and uh, you know, you pick the you pick the one that you like out of the ones that came in and um, then they're in the project. Now I like to do live reads. So I'll gather once all those roles are cast, I'll get everyone together in a, in a discord conference and we'll all have copies of the script open and we read these scripts in character, you know, and then uh, that gives everyone Kind of an idea of what everyone else sounds like so you can sort of imagine while you're recording separately uh what your character is reacting to right sure and then you just put it all together um and then create the 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 drama right now so as the, far now reads and right. then and then we all disperse and record our lines separately you give me the lines and then i um do all kinds of fun stuff with uh, ambience and sound effects, sometimes music, yeah. sometimes not because copyright costs are a thing, right. but uh, you know, and. And then what about the animation too? Do you do, you do some animation, some uh, graphics for people to look at on your channel or. I have, uh, I have been tentatively tiptoeing into that particular uh, field of daisies. See before, um, it was all, it was purely audio. And, you know, that's kind of, that was my, uh, that was my aim initially. Cause I, I was thinking about, you know, somebody running on the treadmill or like maybe a truck driver, you know, there's somebody, a cab driver, somebody who can't really spare their eyes, but still wants to be stimulated and entertained while they're, you know, while they're at their, their trade. Um, however, Yes, the uh, the the project that I'm 
currently working on. I've got someone who's doing um, sort of uh, still images, but changing still images, sort of like a visual novel. So right. the, the 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 pictures on screen, they don't move, but they change uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. in tandem with what's happening in the story. Yeah, that can be very beautiful to look at when you're hearing the beautiful voices. That can be very interesting visually and then, you know, for the listener too. That's really cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we've got one guy on that now. And uh, yeah, depending on how it's received, I might uh, pour some uh, effort and resources into into uh, getting my hands on a on a team of those cats right right so yeah and i mean that's really the hardest thing about podcasting or content creation is this whole notion of where we want our content to be viewed and liked and all that and uh, i mean i'm going to tell you of course i want views of course i want likes but what i really want is impact i want to know that these videos are changing one person today and a million tomorrow that's my my slogan, help one person today, help a million people tomorrow. So quite frankly, I can tell you that definitely if you focus on the content of the drama, really putting your heart and soul into it, then people who are searching for heart and soul and searching for good quality will stumble across your content. So it kind of, the better you do, automatically, eventually, it gets into the right hands eventually. So the key word is eventually. That's yeah. You that's the trick. To- yeah. You don't go into this with the yeah. You, you you go into this to play the long game. Um, right. Mitch Hedberg, famous comedian, who passed away several years ago, um, he had this kind of airy way of speaking. Hey man, how's it going? But uh, one of his famous jokes was uh, was uh, this is my get rich slow scheme, <laughs> and it is working. <laughs> One of my favorites, certainly. That's, that's a good. That's a, you know what? That's that's a good life lesson. Life yeah. is life should be your get rich slow slow your get rich slow scheme. That's hard. That's a tongue twister too. That's cool. it, it is, isn't yeah. it? It's a bit of a because you uh, yeah. I mean you're you're not going to get you're not going to get uh, everything just like that. And no. if you are, then there's probably something wrong with it because frankly, you're you're not supposed to get super duper awesome results with just you know the snap of a finger you know you, you have to work for uh, you have to work for these kinds of things right right sure sure you uh, you start at the at the bottom like you were saying um when people ask me kind of how you get uh, how you get into voice acting i've got another <clears throat> pardon me there's a there's another joke i like it's a it's it's a little crass should i should i keep it to myself or are we, are we good here You, you can definitely tell. This is not Mar- This is definitely not for children. This channel. Okay. So this is so, an explicit channel. Uh, generally, when you when you get started in voice acting, you know you uh, you don't get called into a studio, right? You're making a studio right there in your home, usually in your closet. You're dampening the walls with with jackets and sweaters and things. You're trying to uh, make this little environment to absorb just as much sound as possible, and closets you know obviously they they tend to be small and cramped and uncomfortable so you're probably not bringing a table and chair in there so it's usually you set your microphone up on a you know on a little stack of boxes or something and uh, and then you're having to lean forward a bit so uh what i tell people is uh yeah i mean when you first get start uh getting into voice acting is pretty much like breaking into any field first you have to uh spend a lot of time on your knees in a closet and uh i i get a few raised eyebrows but then i then i explain about you know the 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 home studio thing right right sure 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 that's true also too with editing software now you can take sound that someone produces and also make it also enhance it tremendously too the software that we're given today is much easier to use than it ever has been so that's very very useful yeah. I do love me some gold wave. Um, there are, uh, there, it, it is, it is still on, it is still on the voice actor to try and, uh, try and dampen and get rid of as much sound as they possibly can before tossing it to me. Um, I, I had, um, I had one, one audition come through, uh, and clear as day, like not 
loud enough that it was that it was oh, putting God. out uh, that oh, it was Lord. overpowering the audio, but loud enough that it sounded like he was in his in his bedroom and uh, his door was open and in the living room was uh, a barking dog and uh, the Macarena, which is a song that I never thought I'd hear again after about oh, 1999 or so. And uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> I was very chagrined <laughs> once I heard it again. Are you familiar? Have you heard that one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, <laughs> used, yeah used to yeah. drive me crazy as a kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, what was the role that that person was auditioning for? Uh, he wanted to. I'm uh, I'm doing uh, I'm doing this thing right now. Uh, uh, called Doki Doki Literature Club, which is a uh, it's a, a romance thing uh, that or it's well it's it's psychological horror that sort of masquerades as cheesy romance to start with, and uh, so he was uh, he was auditioning for the the role of a uh, cute little you know anime schoolboy like type deal just sort of oh i'm so sorry here let me get your book bag for you type of thing right because it's i mean i was saying you know obviously you knew, knew where the, i was trying to make a joke between that and the Mac macarena song okay oh. there is there is none okay anyway <laughs> unfortunately anyway. not anyway, I, I, was, I was i mean i was kind of praying for the guy i was praying for him i was praying man yeah. you know there's got to be a connection here so, so please there's there, there yeah. is a connection for that song but nip no luck there. No, he did not, in fact, get the role. The Macarena was not part of his. Oh, you mean to tell me that song <laughs> did him in? God. Uh, well, it, it didn't help. I'll tell you that. I'm yeah, not so going to say him, it just, did him Just in. come out of your show a little bit further. Yeah, man, it did him in. <laughs> God. My goodness. God. Yes, I'm, 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 no. I'm a cruel well, casting director, I guess. Well, I, well, actually, actually, I would probably be even worse. I would I would be really harsh. I'm, I would be strict with people in in some regard, and yet and yet also at the same time I can also tell that you're you're a wonderful casting director, someone that I would audition for in a heartbeat because you specifically came to my podcast only because you were nervous, and I'm so glad you're here, and I I already love everything you've said. So you know if we're all going to be at home, there's going to be you know these little weird sounds, and there's going to be some background noise to some extent, but. No, no, having the having the having the dog jumping around in the background with the macarena. No, that's just yeah. that 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 ain't gonna cut it for me. No, that much. No, no. How I mean, how how old was that person? Was it like a young person or? Um, I'm I'm going to guess I'm going to guess twenties. Yeah, maybe uh maybe thirty. That, that tends to be kind of the 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 range mm. the the uh, typical age range of people that come in audition for my projects yeah, yeah. So. who was the oldest ever the oldest who, who's the, the oldest, oldest ever ever that you've you know because at some point you'd have to to do a drama with a really old wise person someone with that old voice right i had um yes yes i had this uh this uh this burly battle scarred old uh um intergalactic war vet who is now just a mechanic and uh, you know he leaves all that behind him and he's uh i don't know what the hell you kids think you're doing but you're gonna do it across the street because you're not bringing this shit into my garage and um a lot of older folks for that one the fellow that i ended up casting for that particular role uh i didn't actually ask him how old he was but he uh, uh sometimes during live reads he says hold on a minute gents my granddaughter's trying to get my attention yes honey what is it that's and funny. uh that's so funny. that's funny <laughs> 60s at a guess yeah yeah yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah that's really that's really fascinating yeah, yeah but it is good to cast older people um uh, when you're doing, when you need older roles as well, uh, if for no other reason than when young people try and do old voices, they tend to ham it up a bit more. So it's like, you know, okay, so uh, hey, read me the uh, read me this uh, this old herbalist's line, and you'll get somebody who, you know, in their twenties, like, all right, you're going to need two weeds, and da 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 da, da. and like you sound like you're half dead. That's not. That's not what old, that's what cartoon old people sound like. Yeah, yeah, so. exactly, exactly. You never want to 
diminish or embellish the character. You just want to be the character. Exactly. Is, is truly the way I would interpret something like that. And an old person could have any voice, really, you know. But, you know, there's a lot of stereotypes about that. You know, that's, that's, really, that's really fascinating. And then the youngest person you've ever cast was how old? The youngest person I ever cast was, in fact, uh, my daughter, who was seven at the time. Really? Yes. Now, and, that, uh, now that fascinates me. So that's, you know, casting a family member, family business, that's, that's interesting, to, to say the least. And then, so how do you work with, the, how do you coach a child through, through voice acting? How, how, how did that go? <laughs> I said, um, I said... I said, uh, keep it down, darling. I'm trying to do some work over here. And uh, she goes, uh, she goes, what are you doing? And I said, I'm looking for cat sound effects for this uh, for this little haunted house bit that I'm doing. And she goes, oh, you mean like. And I was like, yes, exactly like that. All right. You need to get into the booth and do that over the microphone. And uh, <laughs> so. She, I'm not. I'm not sure that's really a proper role, right? Maybe not. But that's she, a role. Sure. she gave me, yeah, she gave me a good solid three minutes of uh, creepy cat noises, and uh, and so that's that's kind of how that happened. <laughs> that's fascinating. Do you? Speaking of animal sounds, I mean, do you ever use like recorded animal sounds and then incorporate them into the dramas in the right way? You know what I mean? Do you ever use? Do you ever use animal sounds in place of a person trying to imitate an animal? Fairly regularly, actually. Um, the, the, the first one, the first full audio drama that we ever did was a, um, <clears throat> a sort, of, uh, sort of adult uh, slasher movie retelling of Little Red Riding Hood. Oh my. And uh, so I did, I scoured the archives um, <clears throat> pardon me for open or sorry for public domain sound effects of wolves howling for quite some time because there's a lot of them but i was having trouble finding the ones that i actually wanted but no when, when possible when possible i actually try to avoid doing uh you know having people imitate animal sounds i try and get the uh, i try and get the real thing Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, but then sometimes the real thing is disappointing as well uh for instance interesting uh, interesting little tidbit here uh have you ever heard a lion roar before I, in fact i've been to east patina in person in africa i've, I've seen a lion in real life in the okay wild. yeah very cool of so then you'll 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 know they they have more of a type of roar as as opposed to say the um, the kind of you know like the, the the MGM lion you know what I'm talking about that, yes that, so that was those growls are actually tiger sound effects right. tigers sound very very aggressive they're the they they start quiet they're the and and lions are kind of a more like they're almost lazy sounding and yeah uh, it, it, they are they are they and also so, lions yeah. also do this uh they kind of grunt they kind of do these vocal grunts in the morning these almost a barking sound mm -hmm. these loud snorty barks that they do in the morning too yes yeah so uh so very interesting vocalizations from them but not what i was uh not what i was looking for that was supposed to be a um that was supposed to be a um, a, a lion that is uh, running after uh, running after the main character and his friends, and you know, yeah, I, I heard an actual lion noise, and I was like, I can't even picture that thing running. Like, I'm sure that they do because they catch things and they eat them, but no, I swapped out the lion sounds for uh, for tiger sounds in, in that instance. They're just much more aggressive and dangerous sounding. You definitely they are. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Fun fact, they are also more native to jungles than lions are. Did you know that? I knew. I knew <laughs> lions that. tend to be more like, uh, yeah, plains and, and savannas and things. You know, and, they uh, are. No, they don't live in the woods. They live in burrows out in the, out in the middle, out in the open. Yeah, mm -hmm. definitely. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sure, sure. That is that is really interesting. So, what is you know what is your dream? Um, you know your absolute dream audio drama that you want to produce yourself. Oh boy. So there is this uh, there's this this company out there that uh, you might be familiar with, or if not you, then certainly uh, at least some of your audience. Uh, Graphic Audio is uh, this company based out in, I believe, Baltimore, and they take entire novels. And, you know, they, they keep the narration, you know, but they adapt certain things. Uh, they, they take out, I guess, probably certain bits of narration so that they can convey it with sound and they have full cast of actors. And I think, I think, yeah, I'd like to do something like that, like a full novel, but that's the kind of thing that see, since the pandemic, you know, I, I had to, I had to go and get myself a day job. So it'd be a little tough to do nowadays, but you know, once I'm, once I'm comfortably ensconced, uh, you know, as as a voice actor and a uh, and a business owner, I uh, I do want to open a cafe. That's a, that's part of the dream as well. So once I'm doing that, then yeah, I'll have some time, hopefully, to take a, you know take an entire novel that I am particularly fond of and adapt it to to audio drama uh, after. After Doki Doki Literature Club is finished, um, bit of a bit of a secret the audience doesn't really know yet. But I will be doing um, all six installments of Reanimator by uh, Reanimator, yes, by H.P. Lovecraft. He did a lot of more uh, cosmic horror back in kind of the twenties and the thirties. So I'll be doing that, and that's probably that'll be close to doing a full novel, but you know, not quite. I see. I see. Mm-hmm. That's really that's really interesting. You seem pretty excited about voice acting. What what is what is your dream audio drama that you'd like to sure, be a part thank of? Thank you. <laughs> well, I was actually I was actually going to mention it off the recording, but since you get since you since you fell for it, right? I'll, I'll tell you <laughs> that um, actually I've already done some voice acting um, for uh, One Vision Media. Are you familiar with like Zollywood Universal and the whole Zollywood Universe? Uh, I guess not. Mm, you, sh- you should be. Yeah. Or, or let me, we'll definitely, over the next couple of days, we'll definitely, definitely get in touch. But um, so I've done, I've played some characters. I played a, um, the character that I played was a guy. It's like a, um, most of the voice actors in it are, are all of them are blind people um, or they have a disability. So it's an, it's an, a glo- global organization, extremely so. Um, and of course, like you, they're really kind of strapped for, strapped for resources, doing the best they can. They would like to be able to pay people, but they just can't. So anyway, I played a character who like has a cr- I have a crush on this woman. Um, and then, you know, I have to take her outside, you know, like, you know, like, oh, hey, you know, hey, can I talk to you for a minute outside? And then, you know, we go outside and then she says, you know, hey, you know, the other lady working with in the voice. Okay, like, what's on your mind? I'm trying to think what the guy's name was. What, what's on your mind? Um, oh, uh, what's on your mind, Deshaun, or something like that? And I said, well, you know, um, I, I really, I really, really love you. And then I like flip out like, well, what, 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 why did I say that? And then, and then she's like, oh, that's so good. Well, we'll catch up after the funeral. Cause apparently someone in their storyline, <laughs> no, no, no. It's this weird thing. Um, and, um, I'll, I'll, I'll put you in, I'll put, eventually I'm uh, luckily, thanks to God, I'm overly busy with podcasting and work, but we'll connect extensively. Um, and I'll put you in touch with, well, I'll, I'll put you in touch with the people and then they'll they'll get you set up with more people to choose from and more ideas and more resources and more innovation and more and more and more one vision media um it's run by several people it's kind of hard to explain it um but uh so that's what i've done so far and then i also played a um now that one 
Uh, of course, it's one of these companies where they produce so much stuff, I lost track of if they published what I was in. <laughs> you know, no, really, I'm telling you the truth. I really was an actor. I just can't <laughs> find my own. I can't find the, can't find. Um, but then, no, there was then this other one where I was playing a lawyer, a lawyer scene, an authority figure. You know, Your Honor, I'm going to need to, you know, declare a recess. Uh, you know, I'm going to request a recess um, for my client. We, we really need 30 days of time, Your Honor. We, we really would appreciate that from the court, that type of voice of authority. Um, is generally, I either play, tend to be sucked in. Well, the, the guy who falls in love, that was because another actor, I don't know, had some, got sick or had some emergency and couldn't come. So, you know, they just pull, pulled the next guy, pulled the next guy up on the string, the next guy on, on, on the ladder, I guess. Yep, that's um, how that works. <laughs> and, uh, that's how I got that one. And then, yeah. And then the, the other, the lawyer that I played was because they just needed in the time pinch, they just needed that, that voice of authority. So Actually, I've volunteered for it. I've done some of it, but of course, that's you know that's at the amateur level. Now, of course, their their content, trust me, is is amazing stuff. Um, their their content is the stuff they're putting out. It's just these audio dramas they do are just amazing. Uh, but still, no one no one really gets paid, but it's still tremendously rewarding. So that's what I've already done. Where where and what and how do you? Where do you think would be, professionally speaking, an appropriate and reasonable place for me to get my foot in the door? If you were to, you know, if you had the magic wand and you were going to give me some some knowledge and feedback about that, what do you think? Well, um, the uh, the first thing you'd want to do, I guess, is to get a uh, get a reel together of mm-hmm. your voice and the the, the different sorts of uh, voices and accents that you can pull off, the different roles. Uh, you know, get something to something to show to people. <clears throat> um, then, well, there's unfortunately no actual. Uh, there's no door really. <laughs> you uh, you've got to go. You've got to go around the outside of the building. You're looking for windows and peepholes and vents to get in, and um, you're you looking for casting calls and you you know, submit your reel, submit your auditions. And, uh, you know, that's kind of how I've always done it. And, uh, sometimes, uh, sometimes it pays off pretty nicely and, uh, yeah. I get a new guitar and, uh, pay off some, uh, some credit card that and other times, uh, well, the experience is its own reward. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you, I don't know, like there's, there's, <clears throat> pardon me. Um, there's like Funimation over there in, in Portland, Oregon, but I never really messed with that. Um, I don't know. People said, Hey, you should just go in and do a voice at the girl at the front desk. And I was like, that sounds like a great way to maybe get not, the cops called on me. Yeah, like, that what? sounds like, that sounds like a Let's good way with to this not weirdo. get the role. Yeah. Yeah. Freak yeah. Out. yeah. Yeah. Piss off the staff. Yeah. That's not yeah. the way to get the role. No. Don't do um, that. so no, I, um, yeah, I mean, you. Uh, there, there are courses. There are professional voice actors offering, uh, offering training sessions, and uh, you know, a lot of them will. Uh, um, yeah, and then there's and then there's a guy named Scott who does casting. So what do you have? Yeah, I'll I'll let you know. I'll let you know. We're um, one of the things that I do is. Uh, Something called uh, something called the the dusty attic shorts, and think uh, think the, the twilight zone, so kind of the uncanny weirdness with a twist at the end, but compressed down into about five or six minutes. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I've got one season of those out already, mm-hmm. and uh, you know yeah season two you know coming up pretty soon so that might be a that might be a a a good place to to uh wet your toes cut your teeth whatever expression you'd prefer yeah Mm -hmm. i'm sure i could find you something fun to do and uh i would love that That get you some experience to get get in there sure that's yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) Yeah. but back to the characters what types of characters do you see my voice you're getting behind um yeah i could you uh you're you're certainly well spoken so i could see yeah some sort of some sort of authority figure or perhaps um 
someone in human resources, excuse me, could you come step into my office for a few moments? Please? Yeah, 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 definitely, there's, definitely. There's exactly. been, yeah, there's been, uh, there's been some talk around the break room, and I'd like to make sure that everything is still copacetic here. Can we, can we meld our synergy and, you know, you know how human resources mm-hmm. talks there mm-hmm. <laughs> they got all these words oh we'll table this for now oh let's synergy that's a big one i mean really uh, next time really just next time for me just just ra- just raise the bar please <laughs> like that that's how they talk yeah just, that's come on, it just ra- ra- raise the bar please thank you Have a good um, day. <laughs> yeah i mean uh maybe 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 a father you know i, yes. I can hear you yeah. i can hear you telling um telling your telling your little girl look i'm not, not going to tell you what to do but I'm gonna say, use your judgment, huh? There's, there's people out there who'll take advantage of you. Yeah, 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 definitely. I have that voice. Yeah, I agree with you. Thank you. Yeah, that's really, that's really interesting. Um, and so, do you ever back to my what I wanted to mention though? Do you ever do for yourself though, on just on your own channel outside of your dramas? Do you ever like? Um, <clears throat> just do your own narration style where you just narrate a scary story. Do you, do you get into those like scary story narrations much? Um, I've thought about it. I, uh, I haven't really, de- uh, I haven't really delved into it yet. A lot of people are, a lot of people are doing that. I think I probably could, but you know, then I would, I'd be one of many. I'm, I'm not opposed to the idea, but um, right now, <clears throat> excuse me. Oh boy. Right now what I do is, uh, is is uh, different enough unique enough that i am uh you know i'm distinctive so but sure. yeah certainly sometime in the future probably if i'm people are getting tired of working with that jerk scott you know then it's just me and uh yeah i'll <laughs> i'll uh, narrate some narrate some scary stories you have a good voice for that you i could i could hear your voice on a scary story well thank you yeah yeah there's a lot of people that do it but only a couple of them are really good um one of them for for personal reasons one of the people i won't listen to anymore and then um and then the other ones the other ones just aren't as good you know there was one really good one that i you know i've lost touch with and then you know other ones that are also doing really really great things. the other favorites. the other thing the other thing that i've been noticing is that some of these people are really good at narration but their videos don't get much traction hmm. you know I've, I've seen such good effort on so many narrators and then the video you see like you know 3k you know 30k of 3k subscribers but then like 36 likes on the video itself like right really like that's how little people care well it's 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 uh gets back to kind of what i was talking about before there's there's a lot of it right and so you know people will you can you can only hear so much of it you know what i mean you've got you've got Mr. Ballin, right? You've got Mr. Nightmare, you've got Creeps McPasta, like there are all these different, you know, and there's physically just not enough time to. Since you, since you brought way to, way to woo, how many of those people that you mentioned do you know? <laughs> no, they're, uh, <clears throat> they're, uh, they're, they're the big time. And I am, you know, I've only been doing this for uh, for a couple of years, so. So you don't Made... know, so because I know who it is. So you don't know Creeps McPasta. You don't know the know the person personally. I don't. You do? No, that's what I'm, oh, okay. that's what I'm talking to you. I'm trying. I would love to have that voice on my podcast. I know exactly I can, who it is. I can. I can. Yeah, I can make you. Uh, I can make you some intros, but uh, none of these cats. I'm afraid they're yeah, yeah. they're they're big fish and. Uh, I'm a, a water strider on the surface of the pond. And then what does that make me? Some sort of animal on the riverbank? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Yeah. You're yeah. maybe 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 uh, maybe you're you're a gnat above the <laughs> pond. We're we're an not annoying, doing ourselves any favorites here. Any favorites? An annoying little gnat. Oh, maybe you're a gnat. Oh, I like that. That's cool. <laughs> I <laughs> That's cool. I love that, man. Um, now, what about for you? What about the podcast journey? Have you delved in, dove into podcasting for yourself or you just have enough going on? What's what's going on with that? Um, it's something that I experimented with a little bit. Um, 
Well, how can you? Well, how it's it's either so the answer is no, you don't do it anymore. You can't experiment with it. There's no experiment. Either it works, either it's your thing, or it's not, and that's okay. So it's not your it's not your cup of tea for whatever. It wasn't reason. my no. That was <clears throat> oh boy. Uh, this was back in, uh, a few years back when everybody was doing when everybody was doing political content, um, and I had uh, I had done yeah a couple episodes of that and. Uh, for one thing, I just found myself pissed off at the end of every single one of them. And, oh, uh, you know, geez. it's not, not a great place to be. Yeah. Uh, but on top of that, again, you know, everybody was, everybody was doing it. So there was nothing, nothing special about it. Just one more, one more guy irritated at the uh, state of the nation, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I've covered, I've covered political stuff before. Yeah. Um, and I love it, but not, I mean, I, I cover a wide range of topics, actually. Right. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. it's uh, it's uh, you know we 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 have these these kinds of you know these kinds of values and morals and beliefs and so forth. But I, uh, you know, and I will still I'll still talk about it if it comes up. But no, primarily if I'm if I'm in front of you know hundreds thousands of people then mm-hmm. now i'm telling scary stories you know, i'm i'm doing creepy things or i'm making jokes mm-hmm. you know the yeah political thing is more our politics is more of a more of a uh you know more of a personal i guess person to person maybe small groups thing i am not a commentator just a guy with some thoughts you know just a just a guy just a guy with some thoughts. Just a guy. Just, just, just a guy with some thoughts. That's a good thing. That's a good title for a podcast. If I ever wanted to get back into it, just a guy with some thoughts. I don't know. I'm probably going to use Nat in the title of this. One. I love what you say about <laughs> Nat. Oh no, I love stuff. I have a huge sense. I love being being a comedian and, and toying toying around with the things that people say. No, you no. This this is a Nat. Oh, I have oh. Mm-hmm. Do I have a title? I'm not going to tell you. I'm going to keep you on the edge of your seat okay. to make sure you listen to Aaron's opinion once a week or any day that you want. Anyway, though, Scott, it's truly been an honor and pleasure to have you here. For someone who was so nervous, I, I just adored the conversation as I do with every single guest from around the world. However, as you know, I do wrap up every episode by saying thanks so much for joining me. But before we go, if you can, can ask me only one question in the entire world, to really make me sweat to see if I'm worth my salt as a podcaster or a voice actor. What do you want to ask Aaron Richmond from Aaron's opinion? Aaron Richmond from Aaron's opinion. What would I ask you if you're worth your salt as a podcaster or a voice actor? So you could ask the question in either direction or do a sure. combo, you know. Sure. Okay. Um uh, is is a good one, I think. So I know that uh, at least uh, from from what I've heard, you uh, you sort of uh, you 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 jump in. You say hi, uh, you know, welcome to Aaron's opinion. I'm Aaron Richmond. This is my guest, so on and so forth. Um, what uh, what do you think would be a good uh, a good song for bumper music for this episode? What would you lead in with and close out with? I don't know. I don't use bumpers or songs yet. Someone is, someone might be working on a song somewhere around the universe for Aaron's opinion. We might have a song in the future, but not I mean, just like based on just this conversation. Oh, okay. Like, like what, what conversation would, um, or what, what song pre-existing song? Like, you know, is this a, another brick in the wall type of conversation? No, is no, 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 no. Okay. okay no, a... no, no. You know what I would put in the, I'm not going to do it. Cause I don't, I neither know, I, I, I don't have the patience for it. I, I neither right. know how to do it, nor do I need to do it. You know, in a lot of those scary videos, um, I'm trying not to do name drop, but how they have the scary, the scary music track in the background. Um, right. I forget what, I don't know what it's called, but whatever that's called. Um, when we hang up, I'll tell you exactly what I'm thinking of. I just don't want to name drop myself. It's fine that you did. I just try not to do it as the host. Anyway, okay. but I'd probably have some scary music or maybe some, Kind of some kind of guitar, slow kind of guitar, soothing kind of zen-like music in the background, sort of. Because you really have that 
sort of relaxed feel, you know, that soothing feel, you know. Okay. But yeah. <laughs> Good someone, answer. That's a really, that was, a, that's a beautiful question. If someone uh, in the audience wants to get in touch with you, if they want to get in touch with Scott, how would they do that? Uh, well, you can, uh, you can devour my ever-growing wealth of content at, uh, on YouTube at Padded Cell Audios. That's the name of the channel. Um, or you could make uh, inquiries or even just uh, say, hey, at uh, scottwritesnc at gmail.com, S-C-O-T-T-W-R-I-T-E-S-N-C as in North Carolina at gmail.com. And uh, I've got Discord and junk, but I don't know. I'll wait till I get to know you. You can email me, ask me for that. <laughs> Sounds, I love that. I love that, Andy. Sounds good, everybody. All right. Take care from around the world. As we say here on Aaron's Opinion, Scott, how do I end every episode? Help one person today, help a million people tomorrow. You've been listening to I Caught a Gnat Named Scott. Right here on Life Improvement Radio, wherever else you get a podcast, or of course, right here on YouTube, okay? Scott, I wanted to take this time again and say thank you so much for joining us today. And again, you didn't need to be nervous, by the way, uh, because you did a magnificent job, and I loved learning with you, and I just loved that conversation. So I, I would not have had that. I wouldn't have recorded that episode any other way possible. That, that was perfect. really was. I hope... Um, you know, God willing, as we say, I hope that I will get to do more in the voice acting realm and maybe uh, hopefully get to help you out one day on one of your projects. That would be a tremendous honor and I would be forever grateful for that. So anyway, uh, until then, uh, Scott, keep up your great work and yeah, you're doing a really, really good job. So thank you. All right. <clears throat> to... Um, Connect with Aaron's Opinion on Instagram at Aaron's Opinion at A-A-R-O-N-S-O-P-I-N-I-O-N. That's at A-A-R-O-N-S-O-P-I-N-I-O-N. Or Aaron's Opinion 6 at gmail.com. A-A-R-O-N-S-O-P-I-N-I-O-N 6 at gmail.com. Or to join the public WhatsApp group or you just want to get in touch with the show either way. 1-240-681-9869. 1-240-681-9869. You can also follow on Twitter along with commenting below on Facebook and YouTube or even uh, join the pa- join you know become a patron on the Patreon page. <clears throat> uh, excuse me. Um and so um yeah that was another another wonderful episode as I always like to say I would like to say thank you to the Helium Radio Network for syndicating Aaron's opinion every Thursday. Much appreciated. Thanks again, Scott, by the way, because we couldn't do these great episodes without great guests, okay? Um, and uh, thank you to all of the listeners, all everyone in the audience who chooses to listen to Aaron's opinion every single Thursday or really any day of the week. Thanks so much for that. I tremendously appreciate it. And of course, I would like to thank all of the past, present, and future guests of Aaron's opinion because we could not do this show without great and inspirational guests. Okay. So, uh, there you go. That's all I, all I have for this great episode. That's all I have to say. It was a wonderful episode today. We'll meet again next week. Same time, same place, as I like to say, and you have been listening to the Aaron's opinion podcast. My name is Aaron Richmond. Help one person today, help 1 million people tomorrow. Aaron Richmond, Aaron's Opinion Podcast on Life Improvement Radio on the Helium Radio Network. <laughs>